Hello everyone. You're listening to another episode of the Print Life Podcast. And today I'm going to be chatting about something that I find to be so interesting. And that is the difference between an artist and a designer, specifically how it relates to being a surface pattern or fashion print designer and how finding the balance of both and finding ways for them to ebb and flow and support each other is really going to be what makes the difference in helping you to nurture and grow consistent income in your freelance or small business. You're listening to the Print Live Podcast. I'm Leslie Kinahan, owner and creative director at White Buffalo Studio and founder of the Print Life Community. This podcast was created to offer insight into the hidden world of print design. If you're a surface pattern or print designer who wants to attract dream clients, increase sales, and build a sustainable business that you love, you're in the right place. With over a decade of experience, I'll be covering all things surface pattern and print design, sales, marketing, and mindset to support designers in growing a creative business. Whether you're freelance, in-house, or just getting started, I've got you covered. Welcome to The Print Life. I'm going to start today's episode with simply sharing the definition of each word, both the artist and the designer. So an artist is simply a person who produces art, produces paintings or drawings, whether as a profession or as a hobby. So it's truly in the moment that we create something, that we are all artists and we are all capable of producing art. However, a person who practices any of the various creative arts, such as sculptor, novelist, poet, poet, filmmaker, um, visual artist, fine artist, fashion print design, service pattern design, it's in the practice of the art that's going to allow you to explore the possibility of generating an income by selling your art. Now, the definition of a designer is a person who plans the form, look, or workings of something before it's been made or built or creative. Typically, this involves like a sketch or a drawing beforehand, before we create the art. As surface pattern and print designers, it's often in letting go of the design aspect of the process that we are going to find struggles in selling our artwork, that we're going to find ourselves wondering why our work isn't selling. And this is because as service pattern and print designers, specifically as fashion print designers, if we are not spending enough time in the design role, our art is going to have a hard time landing, whether that be really beautiful paintings, really beautiful art that just the buyer can't quite see working on the body, or maybe simply the layout or the flow or the movement um, isn't working in the actual design. So in the Print Life membership, we often talk about the different roles that we have to take on in order to find consistent income, in order to create growth or to find success um, in our freelance business or our boutique print studio or wherever you are on your journey. And the roles that I typically talk about are the artist, the designer, and the manager. The artist is the one who feels drawn to explore, to try new techniques, to play with different mediums. You know that feeling um, you get when you walk into an art supply store and you just feel the 
endless possibilities around you. You want all of the mediums, all of the canvases, all of the notebooks, all of the markers. And I think there's something in us um, naturally built into every one of us that gets excited at the thought of creating or making something, whether that be art or a meal or a piece of ceramic or even to create, I watch my son with his Legos or Play-Doh, we have the desire to create is inside of us. And I feel that that truly is the artist and nurturing the artist is allowing in that which inspires us and to connect to what inspires us on a regular basis and to let go of the idea of an outcome and to truly allow ourselves to explore without judgment and without, you know, a critical eye on us and without worrying about what other people think or worrying what other people have to say about our art and being able to just share it freely or or not. That's our decision as well. Um, I create things all the time. I doodle in notebooks. I make prints that never see the light of day. I rarely share my art. And I think as an artist, I think that that's perfectly fine to explore and connect and let it out in your own way. It's in the nurturing. It's in the letting go. It's in the exploration and trying new things and trying things again and again and again in a different way that's the artist that's how we can nurture the artist now the designer on the other hand this is the exploration of what's happening in your field it's the data it's analyzing layout it's looking to have a market focus studying the market understanding your clients needs understanding end use understanding how to take your art that you've created and work it into a design and often the design hat is going to be put on first. Before the artist can sit down and create, the designer has to have an understanding of what we're creating for and why so that the artist is free to kind of work through their process and have something at the end of that that's usable by the designer. So it's the designer who is going to understand how many colors something needs to be, the simplicity of the medium, what that artwork's going to ultimately look like on the body or the end use of the product, what kind of clients we're trying to work with, what the clients are looking for in their particular industry or market. And if we take the time to sharpen our skill set as a designer, to study layout, to understand spatial planning, to understand movement, positive and negative space, uh, line work, to understand the way that your art is going to move on the body, to understand the way that your art is going to move on a product, to understand what it is our clients are wanting from us. The more you can sharpen and fine tune the designer role, the more freedom the artist is going to have and the better the artist will become if we're spending time in that design space with that hat on really trying to align to the end use and align to the audience that we're speaking to with our art. I'll briefly touch on the manager role though that's not what this specific 
podcast episode is going to talk about, but I want to speak to it just briefly because we're all going to take on that role if we want to actually make a living selling our art in any industry or any market. And this is knowing what platform you're going to use to sell your work, who you're going to reach out to, how much you're going to sell your work for, how much work you need to sell in any given time period in order to produce the overhead that you'd like to produce or the income you'd like to produce. And the manager is a very key role as well, but I'm going to dive into that in another episode. But today I did want to mention that because those are the three most important roles that you can take on if you truly do want to create a business or create a living or an income selling your artwork in any industry. And for me, because I've spent so much time in the designer role, for those of you out there who might have a boutique studio or even as a freelancer, we have that designer hat on so often that the artist kind of gets away from us. And if you're like me, you've spent a lot of time now in the design role where we're working off a brief. We're taking direction from our clients, right? They're telling us what they need and we're making it for them. We are maybe working off design briefs from a studio or as a studio, we're putting design briefs together and we're creating into the direction that we think our market is going to be shopping. And we're so in the design role. We're so into, which is great because that's what's going to be key in growth is understanding what your audience needs and trying to give them that and connect to that. And it almost becomes sort of mundane, right? The way our process and the way that we work every year after year, we're looking to the runway, we're looking to the market, we're creating design briefs, and we're giving our clients what we think they want. And often as we continue to grow our business or make our freelance clients happy and grow our freelance client business, we do get stuck in the role of the designer and the manager. And this became apparent to me over the past couple years as we were all home during the past couple years and everything was slowed down in our industry, if not, you know, stopped altogether. And I realized how long it had been since I had created something for the sake of creating. As designers, we often talk about having our own handwriting, our own style. And is that the artist or is that coming from the designer? And it got me thinking about, you know, what would my style be now? Because when I started my journey, often like a lot of us do, we start in one area, right? And it kind of morphs over time and it finds its own way and we end up down a different path, right? So I started to become curious what my style would be if I started all over again right now. If I started all over as a freelance print designer, what would that look like? And it took me down this path of learning more about how to nurture the artist and how to nurture the designer and how to get them to work together, to ebb and flow and to support each other in order to find our unique style. When it comes to artistic creation, like for the sake of creating, I love to doodle. It's my favorite thing to do. I've got notebooks full of doodles. I love to do it while we're watching a movie on the weekend. I love to do it at night when I'm listening to a podcast or listening to comedy. Um, I just love to doodle. And for me, 
because I've been a creative director for so long now and running my own business, it's not necessary for me to try and sell my art. And because I don't sell my art, I realize I don't put a lot of it out there. So I wanted to find my own style again so I could now begin to share my own work. And that's when Hone Your Handwriting came through because I actually worked through the whole process myself. And it's a lot of fun to think about our backgrounds, right? Where did we come from? Where did this idea of wanting to be an artist, where did it, where is it rooted for you? The idea of incorporating in design, the idea of then trying to make a living or create a business as a freelancer or selling your artwork, the joy we all get when we see our artwork on a product or on an end Um, garment or out in the world, right? It's like, it's such a thrill. And there's something about all that that began somewhere. And if we can reconnect to wherever that began, that's a really great place to start in terms of nurturing um, the creative inside of us, the artist, the designer. And what I truly believe where we're going to find the most success in our career as freelance designers is where the artist and the designer can meet and they're in harmony, they're in sync. There's like a rhythm and a flow to the way that they work together. Because once we have the understanding of the market, the understanding of the end use, the understanding of who we're serving, what clients we want to work with, once that's kind of built in, the artist almost has like, free reign to play and explore and create with that little bit of information that's just kind of built in. It's it's no longer, you're no longer sitting there questioning everything you're doing. Is it going to work? Is it not going to work? Because it's built in. And when you get to this beautiful place of being able to create with that built-in aspect of the designer happening there in the background, that's when the artist can truly begin to play and explore. And you're really nourishing that desire to create for the sake of creating while also knowing that that work that you scan in is going to be workable into a design. It's going to be well-received by your client base, and it's going to be a lot more encouraging for you, and it will help to build confidence knowing that your artist is working together with your designer. There are also, what I've noticed over the years, there are plenty of us out there that are better designers than we are artists or better artists than we are designers. But the truth of the matter is if you're really good at one or the other, you can make a living selling your art in the fashion industry as a fashion print designer. You can make a living as a surface pattern or print designer. You can make a living selling your art for design. And it just is going to come down to having a practice and having a practice as an artist is about playing with medium, exploring, getting inspired by different techniques, mashing up techniques, playing with light, playing with space, playing with color. And then the designer is going to be supported in a practice where you're actually doing the work of gathering information about your market, gathering information about your clients, understanding your clients, getting to know them, getting to know their audience. And it's where these two things come together and ebb and flow together that you are going to find 
a lot of really beautiful growth in your design business. The course that I put together is specific to this process of non-attachment to an outcome of understanding that the artist and the designer both need to be present at some point, but we nurture them individually and hone your handwriting. It's is all about nurturing the artist. It's all about exploration and play with non-attachment to an outcome. And this is where I have found a lot of fun and play, but it's also become very clear to me that once you move through the process of nurturing the artist, you do, you must nurture the designer. If not first, then second. It's like a chicken and the egg. I don't think it matters which one comes first or second, but it is important to, like I said, build in the designer information, which is who are your clients? Who are you serving? What's the market? What's the industry? You need to have all of these things at some point so it helps you fine tune the art that you're creating. And wherever you are in your journey, whether you're just getting started or you've been in the business a while and you're kind of starting again or you're looking to grow or expand or deepen your craft, wherever you are in your journey, I, I want to be clear that whether you think I'm a great artist, but I'm not good at design or I'm a great designer, but I'm not a really great artist. That's how I feel a lot of the time. No matter how you're feeling, no matter where you are with a little practice, you can have both and you can, as long as you truly want this and you feel that you're strong in one or the other, you can sharpen the other so that they work really nicely together. It just takes practice. For an artistic practice, it's as simple as taking yourself to a museum once in a while, sitting down with a reference book, studying textures and techniques, playing around with doodling, having fun, just exploring. And then nurturing the designer can simply be actually choosing a market focus and starting to study and analyze that specific market. And it's where you find they work together that's going to be specific to you, that's going to allow you to then take those two elements and find your own unique handwriting, your own specific take on print design, whether surface pattern or fashion print or wherever you are, whatever you're after, it's going to come down to practice, exploration, fun, and just sticking with it. If you're a surface pattern or print designer who wants to find your own unique style, something that will set you apart and have your clients coming back for more, I wanna invite you to join me for the Print Style Challenge. This is a free five-day challenge that will push you outside of your comfort zone and give you the tools you need to begin your own print style practice. Either head over to Leslie Kenahan on Instagram or head over to whitebuffalostudio.com forward slash links. See you next time.